Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate, today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. everybody you're listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey i got a radio show just trying to give god some back just some back of what he didn't gave me just a portion you know just i'm just trying man to 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 show some type of gratitude for all his blessings i'm just trying to man just just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time. Man, you got it. At one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man. You could do better. I know you can. You know, 
And, and, and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, tr- trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game, or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second-place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You, you got to win. And now, take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of, type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated of life? Don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want, you know, to be recognized in the bonus structure down at your job? Don't you want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who, who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people, people kill me when they get mad at, at, at people. And he brown nose and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability and he getting recognized for it. What that got to do with all that you talking about? Because you ain't up there. You know, it's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky? Hey, man, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? When, let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. Some people call that luck, but hold on. Let's, let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard and opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? But see, when you've been working hard and opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other, now people want to call that luck. But hold up. Here go the part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by. But if you had not been working hard and the hard work had not ran up into opportunity, what would you have? No, sir. It's not luck. It's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. Now, I know the difference between right and wrong just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, let's read your letter. Are you wrong for this? You know, you wrong. What you don't need us to be telling, you know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here's the best advice I can give you. This is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. Get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way, to get it figured your way, and to lock in on your way, and this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking their blessing? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? Look, cause this the way you do it, you think that make it the right way? You think, jazz, cause you done thought on it long and hard, and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way, or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, Man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. 
But, you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way. Because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, what, what, what does that mean? That means, see, set your goals. That means have your dreams. That's, I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God and ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go, and let God. You heard him say that. I didn't I didn't get it, but I got it now. Let go and let God. And it's an amazing little saying though. Now, you know, you may not get it now. It, t- it took me a bunch of years to get it too. But when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, and I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is where I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a a spirit of discernment. Show me who wrong. Because I meet people every day. Ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was going to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to him every day. He did not mention you to me. He he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was going to happen in my Now, that don't mean it can't happen. Because I'm open to it. So really, man, I'm, I'm and, I, and, I, and, and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But, but get yourself together, though. See, know your goals and your dreams, and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. You know, it's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most, the best thing you can do after you do all that. Man, get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God. You know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me if you don't do it this way. If you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the air and you don't... Hey, man, you better go have a relationship with God, see what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that, all right? All right, y'all, talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. 
For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's morning time. It's time for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This that I'm about to do is dedicated to Shirley Strawberry. This is her favorite quarantine song. Hit it, jazz. <laughs> jazz, jazz, jazz. Let me out of here. Quarantine. Ooh, I won't hurt. Yes, so that was for you, Shirley. Thank you, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here uh, trying to mm. bring a moment of levity. Uh, you know, the 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 racial injustice has gotten so big in this country that we've stopped talking about COVID-19. And uh, we still supposed to be wearing masks. I want to just remind y'all of that. Yeah. While you protesting, get your mask on. Don't take your mask off and turn around and holler at me. What do we want? <laughs> Quinn! <laughs> what do we want? <laughs> hey, man, all them blowing all them W's on me. Put your mask on. What do we want? <laughs> Quinn! You embarrass me every single day of life. What do we want? <laughs> I like how hey, you're doing them W's, though. Put Go your damn for. mask on <laughs> so we can protest and live to see the results. That's Shirley right. Strawberry. Good morning, crazy man. Call it for real. Got my fist up on Zoom. Good morning, Black. Junior. Come on, Tommy. Uh, morning, everybody. Uh, hey, uh, uh, we still friends. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> I can't. Why wouldn't you be, Junior? <laughs> now, now, Tommy. Yeah. What? What we want? <laughs> Quinn! <laughs> Damn, no, I can't go to no protest. What? You can't we do no protest. No. Quinn! <laughs> hey, a dude at the protest with a speech impediment. You don't, you can't join in because you don't know what he talking about. <laughs> what are you judging for? What happened? Excuse me. This what is happened? so stupid right here. What are you judging for? <laughs> You try to make us laugh. Is that what what we want? Shut up, you. Quinn. I hate everyone on Queen. What? Ditto, what? except for you, Hey, sure. hey, hey. What way in it? Huh? <laughs> what ain't we? What way? Queen. What we want? What's what? Who? Who, Steve? We want what's what? <laughs> hey, dog, is uh, he trying to say we want justice? Uh... We just trying to put a little, little, little humor to it. That's all. You know, while you're out there protesting, listen to me. 
Learn your lines <laughs> before you protest. <laughs> and don't try nothing new. We have standard protest lines. Just use them. What do we want? Justice. Right. When do we want it? When? Just now. these now. is the lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't write nothing new. <laughs> we can't follow you. <laughs> we ain't got time for this. Uh, okay, uh, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. Finally, all four officers have been charged in George Floyd's murder. Yes, we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, uh, we do finally have something that is making sense in the George Floyd murder investigation. First, Derek Chauvin, uh, the former cop who was charged with third-degree murder and the death of George Floyd. His charges have been upgraded to second-degree murder now. Second-degree murder does not require premeditation, but does require proof of an intent to kill. The other officers... Uh, have been charged with aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. They face 40 years each of the same punishment for second-degree murder. Let's wow. go. Yeah, okay, by time. Thank you to the Attorney General in Minnesota, Keith Ellison. Can I ask a question? Do, do we now have to prey on the jury? Is, is that where we got to yeah. focus well, now that we get... My opinion, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, heads will roll on this one because it has created such a stir outside of the African-American community. Mm-hmm. When the senator of that state gets involved, Amy when the Klobuchar? mayor of that city gets involved, mm-hmm. when people around the nation outside of our race get involved, heads will roll. Because now you have to explain it under peer pressure. Because now as you go to your country clubs and you go to your social gatherings and you go to your churches and you go to your houses, see, people come to your house and protest now. See, what happened to this cop? People came to his house to protest. See, never before does the protest get to come to their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. It always stays in ours. And I do believe that heads will roll this time. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Yeah, he is right. He will uh, face trial amongst a jury of his peers. They will. They will. Yeah. So and he's for right the about first that. time, that they're uh, they're upset because now they didn't shot white girls in the stomach with rubber bullets. Mm-hmm. They pushing white people to the ground with their hands straight up in the air. Something they go mm-hmm. what? You pushed me. They pushed a protester. The protester said, "Look, did you see he pushed me?" You know. You know and, and, and that's jacked up. You know how long we've been saying that? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't we don't even get the rubber bullet. Sure, right. And well, so that's why I do, we're protesting. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And mm-hmm. I do very much appreciate the number of non-African Americans oh. who have decided to stand with us. I appreciate it the, very much as well. The the part the people that are missing though. And I'm going to release a letter next week. I'm trying to find the right way to put it. But I want to write an open letter to the Southern Baptist Convention, Mm. the largest white evangelical organization in the world. I'm surprised that when we have these moments like this, that I never hear from this uh, religious organization, this, this group of Christians, well, you know, Steve, the Ku Klux Klan uh, used to burn crosses, and that's the Christian symbol, a cross. You know what I mean? I understood that. 
Yeah, so <clears throat> it, it doesn't surprise me. It, it doesn't. I mean, you would think as Christians, because that's what we're taught, to love one another and all of that, you know, to follow Jesus, follow Christ and everything, but it hasn't been the case. You're absolutely right. They've been conspicuously silent. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely, and, and I'm not angry because I don't really expect anybody. But since we have this such, uh, for the first time, an outcry outside of the African-American community, it's becoming even more alarming for the ones who don't. And um, I'm just wondering what that organization says about this. And I've been trying to do some research. They're mostly conservative uh, values, which I'm okay with conservative values. Mm -hmm. But does do those conservative values include people of color? Hmm. Is what well, I want to know. Look at the churches on Sunday. Yeah, I just want to know, is that, is the Southern... Baptist Convention, is that inclusive of blacks? Are they welcome there? I'm not talking about- I don't, I don't about see why they wouldn't the, be. Yeah, I, 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 want, I want to learn more about that. You know what, I would love to interview one of the top representatives from that organization to find out more about what they stand for and represent because they gotta be a great Christian organization and they have to be open to all people and they have to be considered of the teachings of Jesus Christ. So I would really like to know why is it that we always just see black ministers? I'm confused. No, what you're asking you're saying, is valid. You're, you're what you're asking yeah. is you're asking, valid. That's, that's, that's true. Yeah. You, should, you yeah. are you know. asking valid questions. Mm -hmm. yeah. and we need everybody okay. on TBN outside. That's what we need. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you ask it. If not now, when, Steve? If not now, when? But a lot of those churches are very segregated on Sundays. If you just, you know, pay attention, they are. Unfortunately, right. that's the way it is. You I know? mean, you know, it's, it's a lot of black churches that's uh, segregated, yeah. too, for the way they worship. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with when you see injustice and you see something morally wrong that goes against the teachings of Jesus Christ. Why isn't there a banding yeah. together of just that. Christians? Mm -hmm. You can go to whatever church you like to, because yeah. I like drums and stuff, so I want to go to church where they jamming. Uh -huh. You know, I like that. Mm -hmm. That's how I grew up. So I don't want to go and sang out the hymn book. That ain't. I don't like that. Hey, that's kind of. That's how Shirley grew to. up. Yes. That's how Shirley. I know, but it's cool. There's nothing wrong with it. No, I, I need a drummer. <laughs> At your church, get a drummer up. <laughs> I need a group in there giving it to me. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's how I feel. I like that yeah. type of worship. I need mm -hmm. that bass. <laughs> and I'm okay with people who don't. I just want to know, though, morally wrong things, there is a time for all of the different ways of worship to come together to collectively address the things that are against the teachings of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, you and if you it. don't do that... What are you saying? That yeah. I want to talk to somebody to help us understand why they get very quiet in moments. And like this one right here, the biggest moment we've had in a long time and the most unity, and I don't hear them at all. Yeah. You can't say that. All right, Steve, okay. valid points, all of them. Uh, coming up next, we're going to switch gears and bring in the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with more of today's national news. Also at the top of the hour, some trending news on how everyone misses former President Obama. Did you see him yesterday? Did you Woo! see him? Ah, yes. Oh, Presidential, uh, baby. Oh. Right now, nephew in the building with today's Run That Prank Back. What you got for his nephew? Well, in case you missed it yesterday, you know, there comes a time when you want to make a, you know, you want to make a wish, you know, when you... Okay. They have these organizations, Make-A-Wish Ministry, where you can... Boy, that was so ignorant. <laughs> Boy, that was so oh, yeah. ignorant. You just make a wish, you know. Things, there's things people oh, want for they oh. need this world. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. And the, and the Make-A-Wish Ministry is here for that. Let's take a listen. Come on, cat dog. Make-A-Wish Ministry. New Baptist, this is Terrence. May I help you, please? Brother Terrence? Yeah. Uh, how you doing? I, I got your... Uh... Your number, you you with the, uh, over the church, you with the Make-A-Wish ministry? Yes, I am. I'm going to help you. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm terminally ill, brother, brother Terrence, and, uh, I, I don't, you know, as far as what the doctors tell me, it, it, it could be six months or, or another year, but I know, uh, my time here is, is, is definitely limited, you know? Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but we're definitely here to help you out with whatever you need or whatever we can help you with. So what can we do for you? Well, you know, I, I, I truly believe that sometimes people have, you know, I've seen one of them old movies they got where they got a bucket list or whatever they call it, you know, and people trying to do things before they leave here. I, I guess I'm just sitting around trying to figure out what I could do and what I wanted to do before I, I, I left this world and went on to what he has for me next. I, you know, I, I don't believe in, in doing anything unless uh, it's prayed on first. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if, if you don't mind, maybe you can, uh, you know, before I even tell you my wish, we we pray that the wish will come true. You you, 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 you mind doing anything like that? Oh, no, I don't mind praying. That's what we're here for. Uh, bow your head with me. Yes, 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 sir. Is your head bowed? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. Father God, we come to you in the humblest way we know how. Yeah. Lord, we ask you to touch this young man in every which way he hurt. And then we ask you to deliver him for whatever is going on with him and let him know that we, the church, is here to help him with whatever his needs is in his last days. In Jesus' name I pray. Say amen with me. Amen. 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 That's going to do it. He's amen. Do it. Amen. Now, you a member of the church here of New well, I, I I I was a member. I, I still consider myself a member. It's just been quite some time, probably over a year and a half, two years since I've been able to come. You know, due to my my illness. But uh, uh, definitely, I was a member there. Well, that's all right. We're not worried about all that. We just here to take care of your last and final wish. That's what our ministry right. is for. You yep. know, we helps people with. With, with anything they they need, you know, like uh, what 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 all? I mean, when when people call and want things, what all of you you all what all of y'all helped them with? Well, we've uh, helped them with their rent, uh, take them to the store, uh, help them with a utility bill, come out and cut the grass, anything like that they they just can't do. Take them to the doctor's appointment, anything we'd like to help them with, we do exactly that. Okay, well, I, I I pretty much got those things taken care of. I, I think what I'd like to do, between you and, and, and myself, Brother Chandler, I've never told anyone this, this, what I'm about to tell you. Uh, I, I've, I've never been with a, with, a, with a woman before. Huh? 
I'm, you know, I'm 38, but I've never been with a woman. Well, uh, I, I guess that might be a blessing. You might, you might be pure. That's a good thing. Well, you know, but sometimes, you know, I, I guess before I leave, I, I guess that's a desire that I have. And 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 uh, what I wanted to ask you was, there is a lady there at the church. Uh huh. And before I leave, I I think that's the woman that I would actually like to 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 to, to be with. Well, I don't know if Make-A-Wish Ministry can uh, support that kind of stuff, but uh, go ahead. Let me hear. Okay, the, the, the lady that I'm, I'm actually interested in, actually, uh, I, I, she works at the church, too. Oh, really? Well, now, see, she's kind of a tall one. She's about 5'9", mm-hmm. and she's probably about a size 8, uh, beautiful long legs, man, and, 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 and sandy type of hair, sandy color, sandy brown. Man, and I mean she look like caramel. Hold on a minute. What? What's her name? Uh, I think her name Linda. Now, hold on. That's my wife. What you mean? Go ahead, say wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Linda's your wife? Yeah, that's my wife. You sorry. Okay. What do you mean? What, what, Talk. Listen, y'all are a ministry. Now, now, if y'all supposed to be taking care of people on Make-A-Wish and, and taking care of what they want before they leave this world, if that's my wish, what is the problem? Listen here, you didn't cross every line there was about this man, so I don't give a damn about it no more. You talking about sleeping with my wife. If I see you, I'm going to do something to you. They ain't going to even be able to recognize you. So what the are you talking about messing with my wife, son of a I'll call Miss Linda myself and see if she don't have a problem with helping me make my wish come true. You go right ahead and call, and you won't call nobody else. That'll be the last call you make. I thought y'all were here to relieve people so they can enjoy themselves before they leave this world. You talking about sleeping with my wife. Are you crazy? But, but if I'm finna leave here, ain't nobody gonna know but you and her. I don't care if you die. I don't care. You ain't sleeping with my wife, and you fool with her. You probably gonna go ahead and die quicker than you need to. I thought this was a ministry. I don't now care you, what now you Now you over there telling me about dying. Y'all supposed to be a ministry that helps people before they leave this world. I don't care what it is, but you talking about sleeping with my wife. You got an illness, but something must be wrong with your brain talking about messing with my wife. Ain't nobody going to even know I've been with your wife once I'm gone. There ain't going to be but the two of y'all. At least you would have helped me before I left No, here. I can't help you with nothing. And let me tell you something. I'm not the preacher. I'm not the pastor. I'm not the deacon. I'm not none of them. But if you mess with my wife, you're going to know who I am. I'm going to be the undertaker. Do you understand? I hear what you're saying, but I got one more thing I need to tell you about who I am. You ask it, you ignorant. To go ahead. Let me hear. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Linda, got me to pray. No, y'all ain't. Got me to pray me, <laughs> You wrong for that. Y'all ain't recording this, is you? Man, it's recorded every last bit of Lord have mercy. Pastor ain't going to hear this, is <laughs> Oh, God. I got one more thing to ask Lord. you, man. <laughs> what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, Ooh. radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. Do I make y'all proud? Is all I want to do. That's yeah, all. that one was just, pretty stupid that time. Bad at you. You play too much. Great. <laughs> the word that comes to mind. Proud, but yeah. you are the king hey, man. of pranks. Uh, but you know who I love the most? His reaction when he found out who you was talking about. <laughs> 
about no. wife. The, the transition was immediate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It wasn't no, it wasn't no, wait a minute, man, hold up. It was, he, he turned and spun immediately. Uh, Always messing with those pastors. Profanity, immediately. <laughs> Entertainment and national news coming up at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Coming up in about four minutes, Miss Ann will tell us more about the charges on all four of the former Minneapolis police officers in the murder investigation of George Floyd. Also in trending news, President Obama personally thanked protesters and urged young African-Americans to feel hopeful. Take a listen. Now, I, I want to speak directly to the young men and women of color in this country, uh, who, as Plan just so eloquently described, have witnessed too much violence and too much death. And too often, some of that violence has come uh, from folks who were supposed to be serving and protecting you. Um, I want you to know that you matter. I want you to know that your lives matter, that your dreams matter. And when I go home and I look at the faces of my daughters, Sasha and Malia, and I look at my nephews and nieces, I see limitless potential that deserves to flourish and thrive. And you should be able to learn and make mistakes and live a life of joy without having to worry about what's going to happen when you walk to the store or go for a jog or are driving down the street uh, or looking at some birds in a park. And so I hope that you also feel hopeful, even as you may feel angry, because you have the power to make things better and you have helped to make the entire country feel uh, as if this is something that's got to change. You've communicated a sense of urgency uh, that is as powerful and as transformative as anything that I've seen uh, in recent years. Wow. See, and that, oh, ladies and gentlemen, is the right president is right how it's supposed right to be. <laughs> See, if, uh, if you're in uh, a leadership capacity mm-hmm. and you don't have that type of sensibility right there, mm-hmm. then you're lacking in a, a major quality that would make you an adequate or, 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 or a meaningful leader. And that's what's missing in this country because I've noticed President Trump he used to give a, 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 a news conference every day on when, when the COVID was running. The pandemic task force. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then what happened was 
as he saw he couldn't beat this invisible enemy and that death toll kept climbing up behind him mm -hmm. and under him, he got off TV. He ain't mentioned COVID since. Mm. So yep. what he had to do was he had to find a visible enemy. And again, it was us, just like it was Colin Kaepernick. And his this visible enemy became us. And so now guess what? He has not opened his mouth to say anything about social injustice, equal rights, no, unfair treatment. He made that call to the Floyd family, but that's cause they told him. That was it. He hasn't spoken to the protesters to give them hope, clarity. Mm -hmm. And then he waited on the right time to come up with another enemy, and guess what it is? The protesters that are burning and looting, and now he wants to call himself the law and order president. That's what he attaches himself to is the negativity versus what we just heard from a person who understands real leadership because he understood real service. Right. If there you've you never been a great servant, there you, go. There you can you go. never be a great leader. That's yes, right, sir. Steve. That That's is so it, true. Steve. That's true. Did you see? But what about the people on social media? <laughs> this guy what? tweeted, look at President Obama. Now you're just showing off with all this subject and, ger and verb agreement sentences <laughs> and all this now. Now you're just stunt. <laughs> we miss you, dude. President Obama. We really, really miss you. We Listen really to that do. vocabulary. <laughs> that was just 15 minutes of greatness. Yes, it was. All right, Steve, let's move on. Time for today's headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, here we go. You know, as rumored, prosecutors in Minnesota did up the charges against Derek Chauvin, the white now ex-Minneapolis cop seen on video kneeling on Mr. George Floyd's neck for more than eight minutes, three of those minutes after the unarmed black man had stopped moving. And State Attorney General Keith Ellison says that the video of Floyd's horrific broad daylight murder has resulted in worldwide outrage. We're here today because George Floyd is not here. He should be alive, but he's not. About nine days ago, the world watched Floyd utter his very last words, I can't breathe, as he pled for his life. The world heard Floyd call out for his mama and cried out, don't kill me. Chauvin's now charged with second-degree murder, which carries up to 40 years in prison. And the other three officers, they also fired, but they were on the scene that day. They're accused of aiding and abetting murder. So actually, if they were convicted on that charge, they would also face as much or up to 40 years in prison. By the way, Chauvin still faces the charges that were slapped on him last week. That was third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. The AG is recommending bail for each of the ex-cops to be set at a million bucks. By the way, a memorial service is being held in Minneapolis this afternoon for the late George Floyd. The Reverend Al Sharpton is to deliver the eulogy. Looks like President Trump, meanwhile, is just itching to send the U.S. Army into American cities to quell the unrest that has resulted from George Floyd's murder. However, surprise, surprise, Defense Secretary Mark Esper going against him. He says the military should only be deployed under the most dire circumstances, which he says is not this situation. The option to use active duty forces in a law enforcement role should only be used as a matter of last resort and only in the most urgent and dire of situations. We are not in one of those situations now. I do not support invoking the Insurrection Act. And amazingly, he's gone even further. I want to extend the deepest of condolences to the family and friends of George Floyd from me and the department. Racism is real in America, and we must all do our very best to recognize it, to confront it, and to eradicate it. 
That was the Secretary of Defense. Italy, the first Western country to be hit by the coronavirus, has now become the first European country to fully reopen its international borders. Italy has also dropped its 14-day quarantine requirement for foreign folks coming in. However, its EU neighbors not doing the same exact, not yet anyway, Austria and Switzerland maintaining border checks with Italy for now. Delta Airlines has announced it intends to maintain social distancing on all of its flights through the end of September. That'll mean that middle seats will be blocked off while capping the number of people in the hope in the cabin you know just generally flying planes that are about 60 percent full now back to the steve harvey morning show you're listening to the steve harvey morning show so steve on this break let's try to make people laugh okay that's what you're the best at ever this we're going to do a quick fast round of ask the clo okay all right you can submit your questions to steve at steveharveyfm.com that's to the clo this one steve is from jewel in Norfolk, Virginia. Jewel says, I've been married for only three years and my husband has one flaw that irks me. Whenever we're out, I can be in the middle of a conversation and he's staring at a woman with a nice body walking by. He also will smile and nod his head at a woman if he gets her attention. He says he's from the South and that's how men and women greet each other. It really messes up my self-esteem when he does it. How can I get him to stop this? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to tell you getting to stop it, but let's talk about what you just wrote in first. You said, what irks me is I could be in the middle of a conversation. What is these conversations about? Because obviously he ain't paying attention. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. Really? <laughs> really? No, no, no. Listen to me. I'm not. No, I'm not saying she's doing anything wrong. Oh, she's boring. I want y'all just stay with me. But you boring ass conversation. See. <laughs> and then here come this chick. Now, the other reason, and the real reason is, mm. the reason he does it repeatedly is because there are no consequences for doing it. Yeah. Uh huh. All it do is irk you. Mm-hmm. You ha- he has no consequences. And you be an irk, guess what he done told you? I'm from the South. We gentlemen, we speaks to women. <laughs> okay. From, How you doing, from, ma'am? Yeah. Is yeah. that the truth? Is that the truth? Hell no. Okay. Madam. I'm telling you, that's what he done told her. Uh, and if you ignorant enough to go with that, we from the <laughs> South. Everybody on this show from the South. <laughs> but we got wives, man. We can't go do that. Marjorie walking around. Marjorie from the South, too. That's yeah. the damn problem. <laughs> so that wouldn't work. Carla from the South. That's the other damn problem. <laughs> Shirley country ad from the South, because she really from Arkansas. From Don't stop Chicago, all this Chicago born mess. Born and raised. Thank you. Country ass. Well, your people wasn't from Chicago. That's all, all her yeah, people from Arkansas, and Not she the only my one people. from Chicago. My mom well, how'd she get up Arkansas? there? <laughs> all right, here we go with another question. Uh, This is from Sarah in uh, Terrell, Texas. She says, I am a 44-year-old woman dating a 36-year-old man. And a woman called me recently and said she uh, has been having unprotected sex with my man. My man acted shocked and said it's his crazy ex playing games. Needless to say, we haven't had sex since I got the call. I called his ex and invited her over so we could talk, but she swears she didn't call me. Should I keep trying to get to the bottom of this mess or tell this man to go find someone his age to play with? You call somebody, come over. Let's get to the bottom of it, Steve. Well, the lady said she didn't have sex with him. So she's mm. just supposed to take her word. All right, we got to go. 
Coming up next, the Saints quarterback Drew Brees is in hot water. <laughs> wow. Uh, we'll talk about what he said. At least my football team don't be saying super stupid stuff. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Carla, your husband, I'm sure he's in a funk right now, but... Um, oh, he's furious. Yeah. <laughs> NFL Saints quarterback Drew Brees is facing a lot of backlash during a recent interview with Yahoo Finance. Uh, Drew said that he viewed kneeling during the national anthem. He thinks it's disrespectful to the flag. Take a listen. I will never agree with anybody... Um disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s. And everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better and that we are all part of the solution. We ain't always all been in this together. This is the first time in my lifetime I've seen us close to being all in this together. So he can stop that. No. Yeah. Regardless of what your granddaddy did, your good man. But man, if our ancestors kneeling. didn't build this country, your granddaddy wouldn't have had nothing to lean on. We started <laughs> right. this. Good point, Junior. Don't we started this? Let and it know. has nothing to do with the flag, Steve. I mean, really. Uh, it just see, <laughs> Drew. Dang. If what you were saying, first of all, you on Yahoo Finance. How you ended up talking about kneeling? I don't even know. The guy asked him the yeah, question. He was asked. He but, was asked. Yeah. But you, Drew Brees, got hoodwinked yes. and 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 faked just like everybody else when you allowed this president to mm-hmm. flip and change the narrative of what them brothers was on their knees about in the first place, which is why we're in the streets again now. Right. Because you flipped the script when he got on his knees and the football players. I want to bring something to your attention, uh, Drew Brees. Football owners were coming down on the field, locking arm in arm with their players until the narrative got flipped and changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then those sponsors who have their names on that stadium started saying, you can't go down there and support these guys because our president has changed the narrative. But at first, Drew, we had a lot of support coming from Jerry Jones, Arthur Blanks, and a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. NFL owners. You have been hoodwinked, and you actually believe that that's why Colin and all them brothers was on their knees. It was not to disrespect the flag or the military. So let me give you that. So when you look at the American flag with your hand over your heart, you see your grandfathers who fought and died for this country. Well, when I see the flag, I see a country Come on. that has a constitution that does not allow us to participate in it. I see a flag that has a constitution that says 
everyone has the right and to the inalienable right of freedom and happiness except black people. Because we can't go to church, play our music, buy Skittles, drink iced tea, sell cigarettes. We can't go to the store. We can't write a bad check. We can't jog. We can't can't do a damn thing without getting killed for it. Mm. So when, when we're looking at the flag and we hear the national anthem, they not singing to us. It means different things to us. And the words, they not ringing real clear with us. Now, is this a great country? Yeah. But like you just said, it's got a long way to go and it's got something wrong with it. And we still writing, we still fighting for civil rights. We're kneeling in 2020. He ought to see that in the huddle, huh? And that and that and that we got a long way to go, you just said. Mm-hmm. Well, damn it, we tired of going. When is we gonna get there? We tired of it being a long way to go. We've been slaves for 400 years. How much more longer we got to wait for y'all pull it together? Man, miss me. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my man treats me like an afterthought. We'll get into that, but right now, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Parasites. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds sound like a science class for yeah, the start. Yeah, sounds like scientific. Though. Yeah, clinical. Yeah, parasites. That's what it sounds like. He'll mm. prank anybody about <laughs> <know>. anything. <laughs> no, you're I'm pranking bugs. <laughs> I'm supposed to. Parasites. Let's go, cat dog. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Brian. Brian. Yeah, yeah, this is he. Hey, Brian, this is Dr. Uh, Jacob. How are you doing today? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing very good. I'm doing good. Okay. Listen, you actually came in uh, maybe like two and a half weeks ago here to my office and got a physical for uh, for life insurance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Everything okay? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be pretty good. I, I'd like to see if I can get you to come in and, um, I, I, you know, everything's going to be fine, but I got a small procedure we'd like to do to actually, uh, you know, right now you're not approved for your life insurance due until this procedure's done. So if you don't mind coming in, we'd li- we'd like to get you uh, taken care of. When can I schedule you to come in? Like uh, maybe uh, tomorrow or the following day? Yeah. Well, uh, what what kind of procedure is it? Well, actually, I don't know if you've heard of it. This is an ochiostromy. Nah, I got some. What's oh? That's got, got something to do with my eyes. What's that? So it's got something to do with you. What now? Got something to do with my eyes. I ain't even heard of it. What's that? No, no. Ochiostromy has nothing to do with the eyes. No, nothing at all. We found a little bit of um, parasites in a particular area, and what we want to do is make sure we just remove it completely, and you'll be fine. You'll get your life insurance. You and your family will be great. So can I get you to come in tomorrow or maybe Thursday afternoon? That's fine. What, uh, what, what area I found the parasites in? Actually, one of your testicles has some parasites. So what we're going to do is what, what's called a ochiostromy, and ochiostromy is actually removing that testicle completely. And then everything gonna be fine. It's all confined, and we'll be able to remove it. You'll be on your way. You'll get your life insurance, and everything will be fine. Okay? Like I said, can I get can I can I get you to come in tomorrow? What 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 the you got to my my testicle? Well, only one, only one, and it's not gonna take long. It's a thirty minute procedure, but we want to get you to come in tomorrow or the next day. Can we get you to? What what day are you available? I just wanted for a routine visit. How, how I gotta remove a testicle? 
Sir, you know what? Oftentimes when people come in for life insurance, these type of things happen. So we want to get you in and get it out as quickly as possible. Man, nah, man. I'm, I'm waiting for a routine physical, man. Y'all weren't supposed to be checking all this extra stuff, man. I get a parasite man, in my testicle. Y'all going to remove a testicle, man? I'm 25, man. My wife, we ain't got no kids, man. We trying to build it. I got to remove a testicle? Let me say this to you, Brian. You're going to be completely fine. You'll be able to create children. You'll be able to live a normal life. You know, you'll just be, um, you won't have all of them, but you'll have enough to create children. You understand? That's good. That's Nah, man, I can't, nah, I ain't, ain't going, nah, I can't come in for that. Nah. Sir, is there any way I can get you in tomorrow or tomorrow afternoon or, or the Thursday afternoon so we can kind of get this thing taken care of and we can get you moving on your way and the people can get the life insurance papers together and so forth? Nah, man, man, we ain't rescheduling. Man, I need a second or third opinion on, on that, man. You talking about taking away one of my... Man, we ain't rescheduling nothing, man. I'm going to need to see another doctor, man. That's some... Sir, sir, you can go around the entire city and see several doctors. I'm here to tell you you're just going to be wasting time. I'm going to try to knock this thing out for you. Knock it off. I ain't agree, I ain't agree to nothing. This is man. Y'all just doing this to get money, man. This is scheduling nothing, man. I need to take a third opinion. This is Brian, I tell you, if you come in and let me get this thing taken care of, you know, I have you back, you know, big ball and shot calling before it's all over, you know? Hey, what, what, what the me big ball and shot calling, man. I, I told you, man, I ain't, I ain't going in for none of that, man. I'm supposed to tell my wife, man, this, this ain't cool, man. I ain't going in for that, man. I'm rescheduling, man. You rescheduling? What do you mean you're rescheduling, sir? What we? Man, I'm, getting, I'm getting another opinion. I ain't going in for that. Okay, but I'm trying to make you a big baller, shot caller, you know? Man, what the f What is your name? Are you supposed to be a doctor? You're making little jokes, man. You're doing a little play on words, man. That ain't even funny, man. I'm calling the insurance party and telling them they send me to a f doctor, man. Man, you think you're funny. It ain't, it ain't funny, man. You over here making a little joke. Man, that ain't funny, man. I'm getting a pain, man. After getting all funny. of the work that we got, the blood work, the urine work, the complete physical, that's when we didn't realize that you had parasites in a particular area. So what we're trying, I'm not, I don't mean, I'm trying to make light of, make humor in it just to make you feel a little bit more comfortable. I apologize. All right? Man, that ain't funny, man. You ain't the one losing no Man, that ain't funny, man. If I had a situation, the nurse would have told me then. Y'all ain't tell me nothing, man. You had me thinking I'm all good. Now you telling me I got to come in to remove a test, man. We had to run tests on you, sir. We got tests back. Well, you do have the parasites, and what we want to do is make sure we get them completely cleared out. The only way I can clear that out is to remove that testicle. you, man. This some Man, I ain't got no parasites, man. This man, y'all be running all these tests on me, man. I'm going to another doctor, man, because this Man, I ain't got no Parasites, man. All these tests, y'all talking about y'all running me, I got to remove a I, that, That's some you over here making jokes. That's why I know you a doctor, man. I ain't got no parasites, man. I'm following my insurance. I'm telling them I ain't dealing with your man, because you Man, I ain't got no parasites, man. Brian, let me make you understand something clearly here. It's my job as a physician that if the patient doesn't come to me, it's my job to come to you and extract the problem. You're leaning towards me having to come to your home and extract the problem. Man, what you want to come to my house, man? You a I want you want to step with the house, man. Try to test this, man. You a you a doctor, I'm going to another doctor. I'm getting another test. And they go, I ain't got no parasites, man. Sir, you got the parasites, and you only have 24 hours for me to get you. I ain't got Sir, I have to move on this quickly, Brian, okay? Dude, I'm not going to tell you that again. I ain't got I ain't got a parasite, man. I've been my girl three years. She ain't got me. I ain't got a I got it.
experience like that is not something that's transmitted. It doesn't come from another another human being. It just develops in one out of every three or four million people. You actually have it, Brian. I got to extract it from you. You try to tell me I'm the one out of three million of man. You're not going to come through my life like that. I ain't got no parasite, man. Brian, there's something else that you have that I haven't told you about. There's something else I need to tell you. What the I got? You're the time I got parasite. What the Brian, you just got pranked. You just got pranked by nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Anika, got me to prank phone call you. I'll be <laughs> man. I'm <laughs> Let me have it. Oh, you you got it. You got it, King of Pranks. You got it, oh, King he of just, Pranks. He just hung man. up, huh? Yeah. What's he about? Yeah. Oh, you already ignorant. I can't give you no more credit on Thursday. Okay. <laughs> Oh, he thought it was something to do with his eyes, though. <laughs> See, and, oh, yeah, because it threw me, because at first I thought it was an old prank, and then I got, listen, he got, mm-hmm. you got parasites in your testicles. <laughs> what? <laughs> but he's 25. Man, that boy 25 years old. I ain't got no, what? Just come in, it's 30 minutes, you're going to remove a testicle. What? Ball and shot calling. Oh, God, <laughs> you said that? I don't know who you're talking to, man. I don't uh, yeah, come on, man. Let me let me come in to take care of it. We ain't got for twenty four hours to get this done, man. We got no, to move on. No, but you told the dude just come in. When can you come? Tomorrow, the next day, to remove <laughs> a very important item. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dog. You might as well come in there and say, "Look, we are gonna take your arm off at the shoulder, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it tomorrow. <laughs> it take about thirty minutes." Wow. Dog, you tell a twenty five year old dude you finna take a testicle. Oh man! Like I got news for you. You tell a sixty-three-year-old man you should take a testicle, <laughs> boy. What would well, you give up? Would, would you give? What would you give up? What, what would you have said? <laughs> would you say? Oh no! We, I'm sure we can't repeat that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. No, you know how many specialists? <laughs> I'm going to for that go down. I know that's right. How did you come up right. with that one, Tommy? That was I a good one. I don't know, man. <laughs> Left was, side of the brain. Left okay, side. Keep, okay, stay on the left side. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve thought it was Oakriosity. That's what yeah, I think. You thought that's it was what Oak-triosity. I did think favorite, it was. Yes. And I was finna just lay back because, you know, I done heard that one, uh, you know, a little that's bit. That's Carla's favorite. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Right. Shout out stupid, to Stupid, baby. <laughs> just being stupid. That's all. All right. You do it very well. Thank you, nephew. Uh, up next, strawberry letter for today. Subject, my man treats me like an afterthought. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T. We all want to be heard. And when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra extra avocados then you get the sandwich nothing not a zip look you and i both know extra avocados is a weird request and extra extra avocados is even weirder but that's not the point you want to be heard and when you're not it doesn't feel good but you know who is listening and making changes though at&t they're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, 
every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my man treats me like an afterthought. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been in a relationship for almost two years, and when I think about the things this man has shown me sexually and mentally, I am floored. He literally takes my breath away. But there are a few problems with our relationship. We've never spent a night together, and I've never met his family, except for his twin daughters and their mother. What? except for his twin daughters and their mother. It was a quick hi and bye when we ran into them at Target. We were not together on our one-year anniversary because of his <laughs> job. <laughs> you got it now? Uh, I didn't see him on Valentine's Day because he had his daughters that night. I saw him the next day, and he gave me flowers. Uh, his birthday is three days before Christmas, but I didn't see him until Christmas Eve because his grandparents were in town. There was nothing on Christmas Day, and he went to church for New Year's Eve without me. Then he came over for a few hours on New Year's Day to make up for it. I don't discuss how I feel about things for fear of running him off, because he told me his ex-girlfriend nagged him a lot. He is always busy. If I ask to see him, if I ask to see him, but when he calls me, I will drop everything to be with him. I don't know why he's acting this way, and I pray it's not what my subconscious is telling me it is. In his defense, he does work extreme hours, he has his kids every other weekend, and he likes to chill with his boys to unwind. I offered to cook dinner at his house so we could have a heart-to-heart, -heart, and he said he still needs to buy furniture and fix his place up before I can come over. I need him to make me a priority in his life. How can I get this through to him? Has our relationship run its course? Uh, he'll never make you a priority. He'll never do that because guess what? He already has a priority in his life. Okay, he has a priority. You should have title, entitled this letter for two years. I've been in a relationship with a married man um, because that's what it is. I mean, think about it. You never, ever get holidays. You don't get Christmas. You don't even get his birthday, which is three days before Christmas. You don't get New Year's Eve. You don't get New Year's Day. Well, you get a couple of hours when he decides to come over. Uh, uh, you don't get Valentine's Day. That's the day for lovers. You don't get anything. And he played you so hard. He told you his ex-girlfriend nagged a lot, so now you're scared. You said you're scared of running him off. You're scared to tell him how you feel and, and, and what all of this means to you and why doesn't he spend more time with you and what's going on. You're scared to bring up how you feel. He puts you off. Uh, he's always too busy for you. He's got the kids every other weekend or he's going out with his boys. You can't even go over his house because he doesn't have any furniture, really? And you make excuses for him at every turn. You have to stop this. Talking about in his defense, he's very busy. Yeah, busy 
with his wife and family running away from you. You have to stop all of this. You've got to stop seeing him. You have to stop answering his calls, stop calling him, stop everything, all of the above, because you already know what's going on. You said it. You're subconscious. You don't want it to be what your subconscious is telling you that it is. Well, that's what it is. Listen to your self-conscious, all right? Please, I, please don't be stupid on this. I mean, don't be... Just don't be. Get yourself together. Listen to your head and not your heart in this situation. The man has a wife. Steve? I, I, I just, wow. I know. How long have we been doing these letters? Yeah. How, how obvious do, does it have to be? Yeah. How many times have we given advice on this subject right here? You say, my man treats me like an afterthought. That's because that's what you are. See, you solved the, the answers in the letter. I've been in a relationship for two years, and now hear what you hear. You hear the glory of it. When I think about the thing this man has shown me sexually and mentally, I'm floored. What? Well, let's talk about what he done showed you. We don't know what he's doing sexually, but obviously you sprung. He literally takes my breath away. Now here go the letter. We got some problems though. Hmm. I've never spent a, we've never spent a night together. And I've never met his family. What? Two years, and you ain't been over his house. And later on in the letter, it say, because he ain't got no furniture. Right. Who it take two years to get a couch? <laughs> two years to make get a couch? Who, who done got this place, and in two years, ain't got a couch, ain't got no damn bed, ain't got a TV. TV. Who been at their house for two years without no damn cable and somewhere know, to Steve. sit? I don't know. Where do he eat when he at home? Yeah. What do you mean he don't have furniture? Listen to me. And I've never met his family except for his twin daughters and their mother, and it was a quick high and by. We ran into them in Target. That was an accident. <laughs> that was a damn accident. He damn sure wasn't intending for you to meet them then, but you did. We were not together on our one-year anniversary. That's because y'all don't have anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> what, is you, what is you making up? Y'all don't have anniversaries. Be, because of his job, I didn't see him on Valentine's Day. That's because you ain't his Valentine. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to just give it to you because he had his daughters that night. Who spend Valentine's with their damn kids? Right. We're supposed to be having sex on Valentine's Day. What are your kids in here for? Get your ass away from the door. <laughs> Crazy. I got the rest of it for you when I come back. I, I know you gonna, do, Steve. I I'm not even pulling do. no punches with this. Please don't. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. My man treats me like an afterthought. Well, that's because you are, and it's all in the damn letter. Other than when y'all having this crazy-ass sex where you done learned so much you on the flow. So uh, now, he literally takes my breath away. But then we got some problems. She ain't never spent a night at the man's house. Mm. Two years. Why? Because he say he don't have no furniture yet. My question <laughs> is, who 
ain't bought a couch in two years. I don't know, Steve. I do not know. Where do he eat when he at home? He just stand in the middle of the floor with some containers. I've never met his family except for his twin daughters and their mother, and it was a real quick high and by. We ran into them at Target. That was a damn accident. We were not together on our one-year anniversary. That's because y'all don't have anniversaries. <laughs> I'm just going over what I went over, and then I'm going to get to the rest of it. Because of his job, I didn't see him on Valentine's Day. No, that ain't because his job. It's because you didn't see him on Valentine's Day because you ain't his Valentine. Because he had his daughters that night. Who the hell spend Valentine's night with their kids? <laughs> Even if it's my week of custody, somebody finna watch their ass on Valentine's night. Because I got to go see somebody naked with a diaper on with a bow and arrow. Cupid. Cupid. I, I done played Cupid on Valentine's Day. I done jumped out the closet with a diaper on. Oh. Yeah. I you never was the first. To, you never yeah, told a long time ago. Y'all ain't know me then. <laughs> I was young. I had the body for that diaper. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw him the next day and he gave me flowers. You know why you got flowers? Because he spent all the money on the purse and the candy on the other girl. <laughs> and anybody can give you flowers. That's just stop. They sell them on the corner. His birthday is three days before Christmas, but I didn't see him until Christmas Eve because his grandparents was in town. Wow. Who need four days with some old-ass people to say <laughs> Merry Christmas? Who, who need four damn days with some old people to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> then there was nothing on Christmas Day. Oh, oh, no, 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 that's where you're wrong. Oh, Christmas Day was popping. It was lit. It was jolly. Kids, family, <laughs> woman, Christmas was lit. It just wasn't with you. Because who can leave their house on Christmas Day? And why would he not come over to your house on Christmas Day? He ain't got no damn furniture. <laughs> he ain't even got no nothing to sit on and look at the damn lights on the tree. <laughs> Everybody like putting their tree up, getting a cup of coffee or some hot chocolate, looking at the tree and daydreaming and having fun. That's the purpose of a tree. Christmas magic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was nothing on Christmas Day. And he went to church on New Year's Eve without me. That man was not in church on New Year's Eve. <laughs> he was just without you. He told you he went to church on New Year's Eve. His ass ain't go to church on New Year's Eve. Then he came over for a few hours on New Year's Day to make up for it. Oh, I bet that's when y'all was in the flow having some of that mind-blowing sex. I don't discuss how I feel about things for fear of running him off because he told me his ex-girlfriend nagged him a lot. You know why? Because she was trying to figure out how the hell you gonna come over here because he, he ain't had this... He, he ain't had no furniture in this apartment for about eight years. Oh, really? <laughs> she worried his ass to death about coming over, and she had never spent the night over there. Mm. Okay, he's always busy if I ask to see him, but when he calls me, I drop everything. I don't know why he's acting this way. What? what? <laughs> You've been with him two years, and you don't know why he's acting this way. He can't act no other way. He got a family. He got a family. He, he can't act no other way. I pray it's not what my suspicion is telling me it is. Stop praying 
for something God gives you to protect you. You have this thing called intuition. It's telling you, now you want to call it your subconscious. I'm praying it's not what my subconscious is telling me. It's your intuition, and it is telling you that. And God gives it to women to protect them. And all of women out there listening know every time they go against what their intuition tells them, they pay for it. Every woman has done it. True. Now, in his defense, he does work extreme hours. What is he, a forest fighter? Come on, uh, come on, real. What job he got where he worked extreme hours? What is he in the UFC? (laughs) He a cage fighter? What what is extreme hours? So he don't get no time. He working all these hours and still can't buy no damn couch and bed. But he worked uh, extreme hours. That's right, Steve. A deal ain't bought no that's damn A right. protest office. That's right. He has his kids every other weekend, and he likes to chill with his boys unwind. I like chill with my boys unwind, too. But I'd rather be somewhere having sex. Uh, what are you talking about? I want to cook dinner at his house. He can't have you over there. Somebody over there already cooking. <laughs> and they're not going to understand you coming over because that's their kitchen. Right. All right, I need him to make me a priority in his life. He's not. How can I get through to him? You can't. Is our relationship run its course? You have no relationship. That's the strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies today. and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Stop all this here. Okay. Girl Underwood. That's what I'm talking about, Steve. Harvey. Man, I'm so proud to be in America right now. Mm. You know why? Oh. Why, why, baby? Oh, hound dog, Secretary of Defense, former Secretary of Defense, Mattis. He don't even like a hound dog. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mad dog. Uh-huh. Yeah, he like a hound dog. He like he was on Petticoat Junction. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Yo, thank you, Tommy. <laughs> when the when the secretaries plural of defense turn on you, mm-hmm. you know they done turned on the twitler. That's that's what people calling Trump right now, the twitler, commander mm-hmm. and tweet. They are turning on him now. He about to lose evangelicals because you don't play with God. Don't be holding up a Bible upside down. That's the Antichrist. Upside down. Mm. That Junior, go ahead now. Amen. Do we need to testify right now? See, mm. it ain't gonna go the way he think. And then you got the Breonna Taylor thing. I'm just gonna tell you for all of y'all that know your history, that just seemed like Fred Hampton, Black Panther, all the way Mark over. Clark. No, mm. Listen, do you need me to do you need me to say it, Shelly? Scrub every 13X. <laughs> do you need me to say it? Drop the knowledge, girl. Come on, Chicago. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And then they say, well, at least they bumped it up to second degree and arrested all the officers. Well, none of that would have happened if, if y'all weren't out there lighting up the block, because the block is hot. It's yes. Mm-hmm. The yes. block is hot. hot. You, you hot got white song. people with baby <laughs> strollers when they bring their baby out. Then they brought their baby out to protest. They out when white folk get mad and join us. Now we getting somewhere. 
Now we getting somewhere. And I'm going to tell you something. All these people hollering, all lives matter. You don't believe that. You don't believe that because you don't give equality to my life. You don't give value to my life. You don't even want to admit that you racist. So how can you become anti-racist when you won't admit you racist and you benefit from racism? Am I right, brothers and sisters? Yes, you yes. are. Come oh, amen, amen. Yes, amen. Yes, right. amen again. Right. And, and what, what need to happen is we got to go back to the old school where we got to teach the origin of what happened before 1619 that some of us was free until they saw how we was uh, plotting the land and working with the Indians and, and getting our stuff together. So then they changed laws to enslave us and then bring us over here, which thereby made us property, which is what? That's how your police force got started. Why? Because you needed somebody to go get your property back, which is your slave, which is your police force. What they say, officer, overseer, officer, overseer. <laughs> well, okay, let's keep it real. And if you won't admit that the enslavement of another person had to make you superior. So that's how you built everything. So you took all the land from the Indians. You worked the black people to death because no other people than black people came over here as beast of burden. All the rest of y'all immigrated. Oh, Cheryl. Cheryl. We'll come right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. All right, here we are, part two of our girl, Cheryl Underwood from the talk. I'm sorry, Shirley Scrawberry. I was just so passionate about what I was saying. We love your passion, Cheryl. Well, thank you, Shirley Scrawberry 13X. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? I don't know. No, Shirley Scrawberry, listen to me. I know Shirley Scrawberry was right off Halstead. (laughs) All right, back to you, Cheryl. Well, here's here's the other problem that I have. I am very happy that people are now understanding what the issue is, but some people seem to not be understanding what the issue is. Now, listen, I like Drew Brees, or at least oh. I did. Until I did. Got to, I right. did. What yeah. the? What? Ta- Steve, help me understand. What, what, what the, the what? Yeah. <laughs> what the? Steve. Got comfortable, man. Got mm. comfortable. What do you mean he, he said what he really felt? What do you mean he got comfortable? Well, Explain see, that, please. The, 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 I think the part where he made a mistake was how you feel about the flag is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. No one has a problem with that. No one has a problem of how you feel about your grandfather serving. All that's fine. You can tear up when you see the flag and you see the national anthem. You think of all they did. That's fine. When you stuck in the part about you would never kneel 
to disrespect the flag or the military shows that you got hoodwinked and suckered like everybody like else by this mm-hmm. president when he changed the narrative mm-hmm. so he yes. could have a mission. Yeah. Yes. And all of his missions, if you all pay attention to all of his missions, mm-hmm. it always got something to do with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because we're not the invisible enemy like COVID-19. Yep, right. And every time he get a visible enemy, it got something to do with us. Yep. And what is that, boys and girls? Racism. <laughs> Come on, one on one. Racism. What is that, boys and girls? <laughs> Racism. So if you cannot face that you co-signing on this, and I hate to see people not want to realize it. They they want to say, well, uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, except us. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Except said us. That yesterday, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. And you can't make me equal if you ain't made me whole. What's that, boys and girls? Rep- Racism. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Junior, I love you so I'm much right school. now. Oh, so uh-oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but Cheryl. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep this football thing stay going. Stay focused, Cheryl. I know, I got to stay focused. Yes. I'm going to keep this football thing going. Listen, here's the problem. We all love Drew Brees, you know, and we know he made a mistake. He going to have to correct that mistake. Because it's true. Well, this is how, first of all, I want the NFL, which is a nonprofit organization, boys and girls. I want you to know that. Okay? Yeah. It's not a, okay. It's not a business. It's a nonprofit organization. That, oh, that generates really? a surplus. Okay, okay, I'm gonna keep it real. Go and start typing uh, Colin Pharrell's. Uh, <laughs> st- <laughs> Go and start typing, and you'll figure out what it what it really is. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. So you mad at Colin Kaepernick, but now some the majority of the world is taking the knee because they realize yes. why he was taking the knee in the first. <laughs> sorry, girl, I'm I ain't sorry. mad at you. Get that's Did y'all? That's I was getting truth. too far. Yes, I went too can. far. Now, I'm going to tell you what need to happen. Everybody talking about, well, Colin Kaepernick need a job. Colin Kaepernick need a job. Now, I don't know if people are going to agree with me on this. I believe that what he need to do is he need to become quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. And then he need to walk out and shake hands with Kirk Cousins and tell Kirk Cousins, now sit on down while I win these games and I get to the Super Bowl and and play against uh, my Tampa Bay Patriots. Colin Kaepernick will never play professional football again. But he should, Steve Harvey. He no, should. No, no, he had a chance to play. He had a chance. No, no, he had a chance. What you think? The only way he shouldn't play is if he don't want to. No, no, he had a chance. He missed that. Well, I think he had a deal on the table and didn't take it. That's but what this Steve is different now. This well, is different. This is, is a movement. That's right. This is a movement. A movement. Yeah. And just think how it bring the country together that he run out on the field and on that first day, everybody taking a knee and they understand what this is all mm-hmm. about. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, you wanted to make a point. The NFL don't owe Colin Kaepernick an apology. Why don't? Why didn't you think okay. so? The president owes Colin Kaepernick an oh, apology. Are you right about that? He right changed the narrative. The mm-hmm. NFL didn't change the narrative. Right. The narrative came from your leadership. Right. Your, stop letting this man off the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh. Okay, he, I get your point. Go ahead. Go ahead. He changed the. Go ahead, Tom. I, I'm, I'm not saying he didn't change it, Unc, but they went with him when it changed. Thank you. So I, so I, I feel like to both me. of them. I, I, I think the president the owes, him, owes him an apology, and so does the NFL. Mm-hmm. No, listen to me. Mm-hmm. When they change the narrative, all yeah. those stadiums have titles on them. The sponsors, yeah. the money. Right. Listen yeah. to me. Right. 
-hmm. When they went along with the president, they called the NFL and said, if y'all don't get off them fields with them black people, we're going to pull all this money out this game. That started it. The owners had to get up and then tell their team, y'all get up off this floor. I'm telling you, it's bigger than the NFL. It started oh, yeah. at the top, and that's what's old. But we're going to let him off the hook again because we know his ass ain't going to apologize. No. I'm we not wrong saying let him off this. the hook. Huh? It started with the president. The NFL ain't apologizing. With- Let's not forget this I, I believe it started Fire with him, but I believe Fire all them I, SOBs. All right, thank you, guys. That was pretty spirited. Oh, I'm sorry. We gotta go. I'm sorry. Thank you, you Cheryl. Go. We, you got to we, go. Well, well, part we, two we will happen. Part two <laughs> will happen, and the world is watching, so I think they're going to change. I think change is going to come. They are. More of I the really Steve do. Harvey Morning Show coming up take 33 off, minutes Warm after moves. the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, we were having a spirited conversation about Colin Kaepernick, the NFL, uh, Donald Trump's role in all of this, how he was the one that changed the narrative. But I I don't know. I still think that Colin Kaepernick is owed some sort of apology, Steve. I I think he's owed apology from the president, but I also think he's owed uh, an apology. He ain't getting that. What I know is not going to happen to you. I'm just saying what I think is right. I think he's owed one from the NFL. And I think it from the NFL for the mere fact that they were they were on board at the beginning, and Uncle, like you're saying, they changed it immediately when 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 the, when the sponsors and all of this started to happen. But since they turned their back and ran with the sponsors, that's why I say he deserves an apology. Right. If you put it like that, I understand exactly why you're saying it. The business part of it now, because there is a change, y'all. Because for the first time in my lifetime. I've never seen these many people outside of the African-American race Mm -hmm. participate in protests to help and benefit African-Americans. Never Mm -hmm. seen it. Mm -hmm. Never seen it. And not this long either. Yeah. Never ever seen it. Not eight days. So it's going to be a change. Mm -hmm. Now, the NFL was following orders. These orders came from the top. Since this has happened, Roger Goodell has been on television in support of the George um, uh, uh, Floyd Floyd family. family. Mm He had been on support, and the NFL supports. The NFL has tried to get on the right side of this in the beginning until the president flipped the script. Mm -hmm. This is bigger than the NFL. But now, let me say this. You have not heard since Colin Kaepernick had the settlement, him say anything more about the NFL. He had that trial that he moved, but that was on purpose. And you have not heard him say anything because when you sign, when you take these settlements, you all, you, you sign what's called an NDA, yeah. a non-disclosure agreement. You are not allowed right. to discuss the amount, Steve, the reasoning, and you cannot make a disparaging statement against the NFL because you got your check. But can but, I say this, this just real quick, Shirley? The, the, okay. Let, let me jump I'm in real quick. Thing. I'm going to ask Steve something and Tommy. As fans of the NFL sports, what people see is Colin Kaepernick, he kneeled during the national anthem. He lost his job. He was blackballed because of that. Now everyone is protesting. They're taking mm-hmm. the knee. And so the average person doesn't know all of these different layers right. of, of right, what right. it is. It just looks right. like this man got fired for doing the very thing that everybody right. is doing now. And he exactly. should he's owed an apology. And that's what you're saying, right, Tommy? When we come back, I'm going to tell you what, what I have to say about it. 
Okay. And uh, <laughs> coming back, uh, it'll be our last break of the day. We ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you don't feel like doing <laughs> it. Yeah. You bad. Bad. You All so right, we'll be back and right we'll, 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 finish, we'll finish this discussion up about Colin Kaepernick, the NFL, and the president at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. Uh... We spent the last, what, half hour talking about Colin Kaepernick and the NFL and this apology situation. Your thoughts? Listen to me. There will be no apologies. See. That's not the way this country works. Okay. Please stop looking for that. What will happen to Colin Kaepernick, though, will be much greater than an apology. Because now the world is seeing, other than when you have a guy like Drew Brees make the statement who stay, who still is biting on the, that, the bullet that it was against the flag and the military. Right. What Colin Kaepernick first got on his knee for mm-hmm. was the very thing that we are in the streets for right now. Yes, sir. Colin Kaepernick was 100% correct in his assessment of the problem and his lawful right to protest peacefully. He didn't put a building on fire. He didn't throw a rock through a window. He kneeled during the national anthem to and draw attention job. to a problem right. about the injustice that's happening to mm-hmm. people of color in this country. What Colin Kaepernick will receive right now is his just due as the person who launched and brought attention to a movement. Mm-hmm. And if you think an apology is better than that, you're ever so wrong. This young brother with that afro, we will have pictures of him for years to come of the statement that he tried to make and now the world is out there protesting for. The president of Botswana called me on the phone, President Eric McQuetzie, and said, Steve, tell the African Americans in the United States that we in Botswana stand with them. Mm-hmm. That we are appalled at is what's happening to you all in America. Now, Botswana is outside of South Africa. Now, keep in mind, South Africa just got rid of apartheid in 1995. Right, right, right. Right, right. Yeah. So Africa, Africa is standing with us. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen now is there is going to be a global shift in the way the world perceives us 
in the way the world perceives America because America has been having everybody think this is just beautiful land of opportunity and now the world is seeing wow they oh, don't like black people even the on the TV show 90 day uh, fiance mm -hmm. the Nigerian mother didn't want her Nigerian son to marry the white girl Lisa you know, and her whole reason was, why do you want to go to America? They don't even like black people over there. Hmm. She said that fiance? on 90 Day Fiance. Wow. I said, I'll be damned. Uh, what a reality date mm -hmm. show. Yeah. Seriously, I can't even man. believe you yeah. watched that it's, show. It's cameras everywhere. So yeah. she's in front of everybody. Yeah. And for that to happen, and now the shift and the angle of what America, the other side of America is being shown. Mm -hmm. And for people who keep sending me messages you rich you a game show host what you tripping for what i'm tripping for is because this is my people yeah. what i'm tripping for is because i'm a black man before i'm anything else and there ain't a day that i can wake up and not be aware of the fact that i am black i can't go nowhere in this country and not have to factor in the fact that i'm black i got to pay attention at all times because I'm usually the only one there. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. So Colin Kaepernick was just outcast after all of that. Do you think with a statement like Drew Brees has made, will he be outcast Hell the no. same way? No. Oh, Tommy, Hell no. Tommy, no. <laughs> now, what's going to happen to Drew Brees is he has gotten the attention now that I'm sure he doesn't want mm -hmm. because what, as all the turmoil is going on this, for you to make any statement Doesn't that's anti, yeah, yeah. yeah. anti, in the heat of it, man, are you nuts? Who you think he work with, Tom? Yeah. The, <laughs> but it does, people all over the world know what's going on, and you're right here in the thick of it, and you don't know, Drew wow. Brees. Come on. And you live I, I in New Orleans. Yeah, you're, you're in New Orleans. In the N-O, baby. Yeah. In the yeah. N-O. Go down, that, Canal, They're protesting Drew. all over the world, world. in support of us. Yeah. So for you to make Lloyd. a statement, yeah. bringing in the kneeling, when the kneeling, if you think about it right now, and he said was 100% correct. Yes. Colin Kaepernick was 100% yes, correct. He was. And I think this young brother, with all the bashing and beating that he took, he's he's being uh, justified. Mm -hmm. right. He's he's being really placed and in a place in history that this boy is going to get something from this. And he got this right, Nike commercial. And, 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 right, yeah. and that may be enough for him. That may be, he may no, not no, need no, an apology. No, no, no. He may not no, need an apology. No, no, watch or what's going to happen. Now, now, you saw that Nike commercial he got. Watch what happens right. now. Okay. Because Blow now right the truth of this young man's move is very obvious. It will it will turn over. He'll make more money doing this than he could ever make throwing a damn football. He and is yeah. safer, brother. But he yeah. want to. But he want to play though. He wants yeah, to play. No, no, he doesn't, Tommy. Tommy, if he you wanted know? to play, he'd have had to try out in Atlanta and wouldn't have moved it That's two hours away. Did, but that ain't got nothing to do with that. He he don't he don't want to play in the football. Yeah, he he, he want to play football. He had he a chance. That was it. That's gone. Well, anyway, um, but, uh, you wow, are, uh, what a spirited the spin conversation. Move. The spin move <laughs> I mean, is real. yeah, yeah, you know, the spin move is real.
Well, let me just say this because, you know, I'm married to a man from New Orleans. He's devastated. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Tasha, he's so, furious. Tasha is so depressed right now. I guess y'all heard it. I'm so happy. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great one. We'll see y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 